Okay. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is Slappercast episode number 47. It is the last podcast episode of the year. Decade. And the decade. That's right. That's pretty cool. We've filled up almost an entire year with, uh, with Slappercast episodes. So Slippy the, uh, cast. Slippy cast. Slippy cat. Sloppy cat. So I guess when, whenever, whenever we get around to our 52nd, I guess it's really going to be the 51st, I think, when we reach the, the year mark, because we skipped one week when, when we were in Ireland. Oh, yeah. It's the only week we skipped. I did put out one little two-minute thing saying, sorry, but then I deleted it later. <laughs> so if you got to hear it, you, you're, you're uh, you, wow. you know, collector's item. VIP. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, we're winding down the year here. We've got one more show. We're playing it, as we've been talking about on the show. We've, we've got one more show at Black House Cigars up in Old Town Spring. Playing outside, on the street, blocked off, Old Town Spring. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the only place to be New Year's. Um, and if you hear this in, in time, uh, I think it's $20 to get in. And you, um, I think if you dress as a pirate, you get a free cigar. And uh, it's BYOB. So bring bring your own. I think they have stuff there too, but but uh, um, definitely. Bring, yes, they bring, definitely if you have, have a, you want to bring your own wine or your own beer or whatever, just or, or whiskey, or whatever. It's a private club, so uh, it's it's up to you. Anyway, and just uh, last night I was posting some dates for January and February. Got some some more T Bone Thomas coming up for the next three months. Uh, there's a few dates in Moe's Katie and Moe's Cypress. And oh yeah, well, we're going to be at um, Pub Fountains, yes, uh, for the Irish New Year. Yes, with Outlaw Dave. Yeah. If you're not familiar with Outlaw Dave, well, then you're probably not familiar with 101 KLOL. That's right. Yeah, Outlaw Dave, good friend of ours, friend of ours for many, many, many years. Um, does the Outlaw Dave show on? Uh, uh, well, Chad will put a link to it so you can see. It. But yeah, you yeah. got to check him out. He's he's not only a He's not only one of the finest DJs around, but he's just a great entertainer all around. Um, big heart, you know, just a Houston icon. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just actually, we, we need to, we've been on his show a few times. We need to drag him, drag him out of bed and bring him, bring him here. We need to, uh, it's really, it's really cool to, to you know, he did, awesome. he, yeah, yeah. he did a biker rally last year and yeah. um, he's, he's just, he, he's involved in so many things. You know, uh, we do cross promotion with him you know, time and time again. And, uh, yeah, just, just, just a a phenomenal character and, uh, you know, a great, um, he's a great reader of the pulse of this, you know, wonderful town. So, yeah. Yeah. We need, we need to, we need to drag him note to self. And, uh, what was the name of his his restaurant that we played at one time? Yeah. It's just outlaw Dave's, I believe Uh, outlaw Dave's burgers and, uh, the food was fantastic there. I had one of the best burgers I've ever had in Houston. Um, Bacon, jalapeno, something or other. It's just, just out of this world. I still, mm. yeah. Um, we only, we only played there once, which was too bad because I remember it being a really fun show. But uh, unfortunately, that restaurant shut down. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was in a bad time. It was kind of a bad time to, to open up a spot right there because it was just with all the construction and whatnot. It was, it's over on Washington, but it's, uh, of course, now it's a, now you couldn't touch that, that, that property. Mm. Um, you know, like I, he, I thought Dave's a visionary. He's just a little bit ahead of his time in that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great, 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 great uh, personality there. Yeah, we're going to drag him in. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. 
So what's the deal with with Irish New Year? What, you, you know, we, we, we're just uh, this, we're, we're just we're just doing it doing it again. We're doing it again properly. You know, okay. he, uh, he 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 wanted to do this for. Uh, he's working with Pub Fountains now, or which is just a phenomenal stage. If you've ever seen the, if you've ever been on uh, sixty nine heading south, and you're, uh, you know, you're uh, just checking out the, uh, the the that man made lake there with all the restaurants on it. Uh, Pub Fountains has got that big stage right on the thing. You can see us from, and probably hear us from from all over Sugarland and the freeways and whatnot. Yeah. So it's a it's a great great venue, and uh, yeah, we love it out there. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're going to be working with him to, to, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have many, many surprises and it's going to be, uh, going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so if all goes well, after we record the show, we're going to be doing a vocal for a friend of ours, uh, John Tracy. Is that, yep. is that, is that, is that, is that a top secret project or can we talk no, about it? No, it's not top yeah. secret, but yeah, he doesn't want me to tell anybody. He doesn't? No. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, it's not a top secret. No, I, um. John had asked me, uh, John uh, plays drums with a band called Barley Juice. We play with them in uh, Weston uh, just about every year. And uh, we've played with them in Victoria, Texas. We've, um, you know, we've, we've followed them in and out of gigs and they, and they us, uh, uh, you know, up in the Northeast. So, uh, yeah, we've known them for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Great band. Anyway, John has this uh, rock project on the side and asked me to sing for it. And, uh, so I'm putting a little vocal on that today yeah, and, uh, sending it up to him. So, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, what there's, uh, it's, it, it's kind of heavier than, 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 uh, people would expect, you know, uh, uh, it, uh it's just, uh, heavy guitar, drums, bass, uh, Alice Marie, barley juice mm-hmm. fiddle yeah. player. She plays on it as well and sings back up on it. So it's, uh, and John is just, just one of these drummers that's just, you can, you know, as, 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 as much fun as he is to watch and listen to, he's, you can feel what he's, what he delivers. It's one of those drummers that just, that, that truly drives the band. Yeah. That's it. Doesn't take any, just doesn't take a second off when he breathes. He's, he's, he's playing. Yeah. You know, he's just a, he's melodic. He's fluid. He's, you know, he's a, just chops forever too. He's just one of those drummers that you, so anyway, I, w- w- once he said, uh, <clears throat> excuse me once he said you know i asked me if i if i'd you know put a put a couple of growls down on tape for him i jumped at the chance so is it just the one song yeah for, yeah. Yeah, for now he's got, he sent me a couple of a uh, couple of other demos to kind of work around with so yeah we'll see how that goes i thought i've heard the the track not the completed track but but uh the stuff you're going to be overdubbing on it kind of sounds a little bit at least the intro kind of reminds me of like late late period thin lizzy a little bit, yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. A lot of lot of Sabbath influence, a lot of Lizzie, a lot of that, that, not the real proggy stuff, but the the you know just hard driving, good, you yeah, know, good, just just you know, you, you you're not going to get you're not going to get a, a a weak product with, uh, with 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 John driving the yeah driving the train. That's that's for sure. So yeah, that's, that's a yeah. Wow, what a what what a year. We just kind of recapped it there that we, uh, we T-Bone Tom's last Friday night. And, uh, oh, that was a great night. Just uh, so much fun. We saw all our uh, Drunken Monkey privateers. And all as they're talking about is our Pirate Festival now coming up in July, Lone Star Pirate Festival. Um, yeah. So there's 30 of them out in front of us. And uh, plus another table of 20, another 20 top. I mean, just 
the place was just on a wait all night to, 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 uh, to sit by the band, which was fantastic. And the, the weather was just beautiful. It means a little, little, little misty, but, uh, uh, for us, it's such a dream to be able to play with, you know, w- without soaking, you know, drowning in sweat. It's just a great temperature and the, the, the mood down there, the, 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 the atmosphere in T-Bone Toms is always so much fun. So we, we, we had a ball. Yeah. And before, before I forget, our good friend Jay, Jay Holen up in Omaha, Nebraska, he's, uh, he's having his ankle worked on. He, uh, he was in an ass kicking contest and he came first, second, and third. <laughs> but he's, uh, he's going into, uh, to hospital now and he's having his ankle worked on. So we just want to say not only has Jay been m- probably one of our biggest supporters for so long, we met him with the mighty Jeff Quinn many, many years ago. We, uh, you know, became lifelong friends slash family, blah, blah, blah. But he's, uh, He's going in and he's having his ankle worked on. And uh, we just want to say from Texas, from Blackguards, from all of us, that we wish you the very, very best. Yeah. And uh, we know that Jill, she does all the work anyway. So what's in, you know, what's in a few weeks with you? But um, Jay, we're, in, in all honesty, we're, 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 we're pulling for you down here in Texas and just, uh, just wish you the very, very best speedy recovery. And yeah. uh, if you need anything, Chad's phone number is 1-900-PURE-SEX. <laughs> Yes. Yes. There you go. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, like I said, so, so, so we, we did the Seabone Tom show and, uh, we, we, the, the band kind of stood around the van after we had loaded and, uh, just kind of recapped the year and then took a quick glance forward looking into 2020 and I guess looking at 2020 is its own, um, uh, a piece of poetry, but we, uh, we were staring down the, you know, this new year and looking at what we, we have coming and the, uh, I have to say, uh, you know, we're always optimistic. We're always, you know, every year is going to be better than the last, but that's just how it is. Uh, but this year is just, it, not only did 2019 fly by. Yeah, it really did. It's just 2020 just looks so, it, it, it's, uh, so much brighter, so much more opportunity, so much more travel, so much more. Everything is in place for, mm-hmm. you know, Chad posted the numbers from Spotify. We had a great year on, uh, on the, the internet playlists and, the mm-hmm. you know, uh, sloppy casts and the Pandora's and all that stuff. Just, you know, and, uh, we, we just, we're dumbfounded. It was, it was, it was big, big, you know, it gets bigger and bigger. So, uh, so, the, so looking forward to this year, we have, we have so much on the table, but we've actually, believe it or not, put it down in print to where we have to go and execute these goals this year. Yeah. So, uh, it was, uh, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, you get nostalgic about and you, you know, you kind of move on from, but a lot of stuff is, is really, uh, exciting. I mean, I've just been, uh, energized on the with the knowledge that this year is i mean we're, we're going to undertake some serious miles this year we always do but mm-hmm. this year is is starting out to be just just phenomenal yeah so. for a while there we weren't really touring a whole lot um for a few years um but 
but last year we started to go out again and I, I had to remind myself that we were in California. <laughs> yeah. Not too long ago, you know, Vegas, California, yeah, and Arizona. That was, and that was the first time we'd gone all the way to California since 2011. So it'd been a long time since we've gone that far West. And, uh, but we went out a lot. Yeah. We did Vegas. We did uh Midwest a couple of times and did the East coast. We've been, we've, we've hit a lot of spots that we hadn't been to in a long, in a while. And that's, is definitely going to happen again this year. Um, probably even more so. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're looking to, as we, we've, we've been hinting at already, uh, getting out of Houston a lot more often and, uh, make, make you Houstonians miss us a little bit more. Um, that's, uh, something I'm looking forward to actually. Uh, instead of, you know, rather than going in circles around the same, same places. Yep. You know, new venues, new, um, new, new, new lands, new yeah. zip codes. Yeah. L- looking forward to it. And, um, and we're also committing ourselves to, to, to put out not just a record, but, but, uh, uh, some other, you know, some singles and things like that as well throughout the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it's, I, you know, it's, I'm like I said, I'm energized. I'm excited. I'm, you just, I'm ready for it. But when you see it in print, you know, bullet point, one, two, three, four, five, six, oh my God. It's just, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a little unnerving, but it's not it's not impossible, and it's actually, you know, going to be it's going to be really really fun to to uh, to knock this list out. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, um, God, just the 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 looking over this the the gigs, the places that we've been over the last year. And how much, uh, how much, uh, how, how many times you have to, you know, re, retract your steps, you know, like, oh, you know, we, 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 we try to plan it to go through Little Rock every time we can, because Jerry and the, uh, the Hibernia crew, they just, they, they just pack the place for us every time we go through, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, so, so even if you're going straight up to, to Nebraska, so you know you kind of want to veer off to the east a little bit and go see Little Rock, and then just go through Branson. So, so it's just that we're, we're you know we're we're we're, uh, we're working with a, an agent while still dealing with our our, our own you know our, you know the, the our own contacts that we've made in the past. But we're also going to, and also thanks to John and Sienna, we're uh, we're going to be putting this. We're going to be putting some dates out for house concerts, meaning if uh, you're on on our journey, if you, you know, if you're close to our path, we're going to be able to, you know, come do a house concert. Yeah. And so those dates will be available once we nail down the, what the, what we call anchor dates, you know, what, what the, you know? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, look out for that stuff too. But if you have an idea, I mean, you know, if, if, if you've got an idea of, of a date that you want, I mean, let us know anyway, cause you never know. We might be able to squeeze it in as well. Um, yeah, I mean, the, Hibernia is a really good example of I think of of a place where we're doing it we're doing it right in the sense that we Little Rock, Arkansas, Hibernia. Yeah, yes. that we only play there maybe three three times a year ish, maybe four, and so there's this great anticipation from from our fan base and our friends that are there, you know, months in advance. So every time we go there, it's sold out. <laughs> you know, it's it's standing room only, and uh, and that's that's kind of what we want to do more of, you know, 
I don't, I, I don't know if we're going to be starving our Houstonian fan base that, that much, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, should we say that I'm, I'm wondering like how much should we say about our plans to transition away from pubs and stuff like that? Nah. Um, I mean, I, yes or no, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, we, we, we have to. Yeah. So, you know, as, uh, I feel like I'm tiptoeing around. Yeah. Because no, just, so many things you want to say. Like, I know. We can't, can't talk about everything yet. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, it's, it's no great secret. It's not, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like, you know, signing a, signing a deal with somebody or, you know, an exclusive, you know, it's nothing like that. It's just making conscious decision not to be the, the, the Chuck E. Cheese slash. Yeah. Top 40 to slash jukebox slash, you know. Yeah. Uh, We're trying to grow. Trying to grow exactly. Bring bring uh, bring entertainment to the venue. The 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 nice thing about what we do, and we've said it for fifteen years now plus, we we're not going there to be four guys soloing, just boring the crap out of people with technique and stuff like that, which none of us have. But uh, we're bringing a collective, well rehearsed show. Now, if you have to stretch that out to four hours, five hours, that's, that's, nobody has the attention span for that, nor does anybody have the ears to listen to live music for that long. That's just too much. Yeah. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to, we're trying, we're, we're not trying to, we're going to bring a show to, you know, be it a two set. We would, that, that's our preference is to do a two set mm-hmm. just in your face. No, no downtime, no fluff, just you know it's not, not not like a thrash metal show either to where you're just you know you, you feel like you've been hit by a truck this is a show yeah you know you, yeah i think yeah i mean the 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 extended the extended shows that we're accustomed to playing it's really just a bar band thing and it's not meant to be like you say it's not meant to be for one audience you know we've yes. always we've always had the super fans who show who, who show up and stay yeah. the entire night but that's not you know that's not what 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 it's actually intended for it's meant to you know, especially like places like Fido, which long gone now, but you know, our, our job there was to pull people off the street, keep them there yeah, all throughout the night. Um, but it, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's going to be there the entire time, but that gets, you know, it gets exhausting. And we, we've, we've done that, that, that formula around town for so long. And right. I mean, just for example, there was a string of pubs. I'm not going to name them. They're all gone now for a while. They, they were booking us at all their local locations, which was great for our pocketbook. Because uh, the money was good, and we we did you know we were, they kept us busy, and that was nice to have a full calendar and stuff. But what happens when you play that much locally is that um, like like Patrick mentioned er- earlier, right? like like you mentioned earlier, there's this market saturation. You, know, you people people just you know if you're playing every week, there there's not as much uh, urgency for people to come and see you all the time. So over time, the turnout may not be as as fun. Is, or, you know, as, as uh, exciting and big as, like, for example, the crowds that we always have when we go up to Little Rock. Um, uh, and that makes, it, that makes it a better experience for everybody because if you're, if you're there with a crowd that's really, you know, engaged and, and into it, that makes the show better for everybody. So um, this is in everybody's best interest, <laughs> not just us. Yeah. Yeah. People, people are, are genuinely... Uh, excited for live music and that should be the way you know there's so many great bands in this town and uh, in every town but to see it 
to have it to to where it's 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 like a Seven Eleven. Just go in at any time and you know browse and leave or you know what you know. Just, it devalues it devalues what you're trying to do. We're we're working hard on these compositions and these melodies and these medleys and these you know different stages of the night. You know to to where you got to give them a breather and you got to come down. You got to you know, a little bit. A little bit lighter, and then come back up and bring up the, you know, and then bring up the intensity. But you, you know, you still want to do what you're. We're one of these bands that watches the crowd. We, we figure out what what works, what doesn't work, and we're not going to keep kicking a dead horse with a with a you know a song that we just insist on playing because right. we like it. If it's dying a death, it, it it leaves. It's it's not. It's no. It's no part. Yeah. Well, so, that, that's aided too by the fact that you've always had your finger on the pulse of of the audiences that you're always engaging with them. You know, it's not just, okay, here's, here's this song. And it's, this is a song about such and such. Here you go. Yeah. Here's the next song. You know, you, you're like, Hey, you know, you're, you're commanding their attention. So you, you get a sense of what they're, you know, yeah. What they're, what they want from one song to the next. Is that something that you learned over time when you first started performing? Cause you were already really good at that when I first met you. Um, I wouldn't say really good at it. I was just just obnoxious, just uh, louder than everybody else. But yeah, just uh, the well, working behind the bar, you see what works and what doesn't work, and it was just hysterical. I, I, I go back to a time I was I was at the Steely Dan concert, and I was up front, and um, I was really only there to see Dennis Chambers play drums, which did not disappoint for a second. But somebody had told me before the beginning of the show, they said when Becker does his originals. That's when you go to the bathroom. That's when you go get a drink. That's when you go. So I said, there's no way. There's no way Steely Dan with so many of these, you know, just these landmarks as far as songs go, you know, in, in time, landmarks in time. And these, yeah. these stamps in, in history, you know, where, they, where these songs have. And uh, I said, there's just no way that somebody could, you know, could bore the tits off the crowd that quick. And I, he wasn't three words into his first song. I said, oh, I get it. I got to go. I didn't, I didn't need the restaurant. I didn't need a drink. I didn't need it, but I had to get out of there. It was, yeah. just, I was just bored. And it was just, That's and just, it was, it was shocking. It's just shocking. How can that one piece yeah. come out of the, you know, I know it's a shame when you, when you see a band do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And another, another good, good uh, example of that was uh, dropkick Murphy's. I'm not a fan. I got a free ticket. I went to the show and I wasn't impressed. The singer came out and did two songs. Then he took a break. Then the bass player sang a few songs. And then they pulled out bar stools and they said, oh, we're going to do a coup. And they played the same shit on, a, on bar stools. And it was just slower. It was boring. And I just, yeah. you know, and, but again, that looked like that's just what they wanted to do. Then this singer comes bouncing back out again mm -hmm. and he's supercharged for half a song. Then his voice goes out and he leaves. Then the bass player takes over again. What, what, what you know, this is, to, to, to me, that's the, that's the, the, ex, that to me is, that's the example of uh, throwing crap at a wall and see what sticks. Yeah. But they, they weren't even thrown at the wall. They were just, they just, you know, everything just started, you know, just on the wall dripping on. Right. But, uh, and so, so it was, um, so back to when I was working in clubs, I would see when the, that song came on and then the dance floor would empty. And I, again, it's not about the dance floor. I mean, it's, yes, it's great when the dance floor is full, but. It, you know, people are buying drinks and doing whatever. But when the when the room just got fidgety and got lost interest in the band, that's when I would say, okay, now what's going on? Now when the bar is buzzing, everybody's drinking, having a good time, 
you kind of know what the band's doing. They're throwing down and they're, they're engaging and they're, mm-hmm. they're, but then, um, and then there'd be other bands that would come in and they'd just be way, way, way too loud and way, way, way too showy, too flashy. You, you, there's no room in a gig like that for drum solos and extended guitar solos and, you know, just, just, uh, um, uh, self-indulgent crap, you know, right. You have to, you know, what we do is we, we shorten our songs, if anything, and put other stuff in there because we want to keep the attention. Oh, I don't know. That's, oh, I know this one. I know that. You know, oh, what what they do there? Well, how is that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, you, we have to be on our toes and they know that we're not mailing, mailing it in. So we get a little bit of, you know, we get, so, so that's, that, that's all I did was I just kind of kept an eye on the, yeah. on, and, and the other thing I, I, I still, I still do this to, to this day. I can't tell you having bartended in, 15 year or whatever it's been, you know, 20 years or whatever it's been, but I can still watch the bar and still watch the, watch the tables. And, and, you know, I've got an idea who's drinking what, who's, who's, you know, basically just being able to kind of scour the landscape and be able to tell what the bar is doing, you know? Yeah. You know? Um, so, because you have to, if you, if you're, if you're in a rock and roll band and you, come to a to a gig and you you know you can't sell out you know you know 200 seats but then you you can't charge that club for 200 head you know you you say you're worth it and you say your fans are definitely going to be there and you're saying you still have to show it you know yeah so it's a i mean it's an art there's there's no there's no two two ways about it there's a there's an art to what we do and there's an art to what the bar does and you know, and, and, and my favorite is when the bars work together, when they just, everybody, uh, not, not just advertise, but when the staff knows who it is and they know that there's, you know, uh, you know, they, they know what the band does to an audience. So they're going to say, yeah, you probably don't want to bring the kids to this one, or you probably want to wear a raincoat, or you're probably going to need contraception if, if Smalley's in. <laughs> He's got that twinkle in his eye. You know, it's going to be the, the, the it's just that, that to me is when, when the place works great. I used to love working at the Continental Club because we all knew who was coming in. We all knew something about the band. We all, you know, and it got to the point where after a few months of being open, people didn't even ask who was playing. The punters, they just play, pay, the, pay the cover charge to come in. Mm-hmm. That's a live music venue. Yeah. yeah. When you get, you know. Doesn't you know? And you know, obviously, if it's somebody like Mojo Nixon, or if it's a uh, 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 James McMurtry, or there's you know, people will call and buy tickets in advance because there's a chance it'll sell out. But at the same time, if you're if you're just going in there and you're uh, you're uh, just going in on a Thursday night, you know, Beatles there, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a ball. Yeah, he's just gonna you know, it's gonna be dancing. You know, the people that are dancing from the time they get there till the time they leave. And then, then there's a headliner or, you know, the, the main act comes on, after. but that's, that's a live music venue. Yeah. You know, seven, however many nights a week they're open and they're going to have quality entertainment in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, the big easy is like that too. Yeah. On Kirby, they, they've, uh, Tom, Tom curates his, his artists very, very carefully. And he's very close to, Pretty much all of them, I think. Yeah, you know, and but people go there because again, it's a big easy. But again, that's a blues easy. club. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're not going, you're not going to go and again get a you know bloody U two tribute band, you know, no. or a, 
you know, a, a 1980s cover band, you're not going to get that. Yeah. So they know what they're going to get. Continental Club, you might get a tribute band on a night, or you might get a, but you're going to get. It's still going to be. It's still going to be quality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you think of like if all the bands you saw there uh, t- t- talking about talking about audience audience uh, involvement and and uh, engagement? Um, was there? Can you think of a, another front guy or front person that you saw there who you said that's that guy knows what he's doing? Or yeah, you know, yeah. Well, uh, we I forget who the main show was that night, but we got a call from a guy named Glenn Til Glenn Tilbrook. Uh-huh. Uh huh. From Squeeze, and he was traveling around the country in a RV. That's right. Yeah, there's a documentary about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we get a phone call saying, Hey, we want to come in. And we, well, we already got a show, but it's Glenn fucking Tilbrook. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're going to say no. So we squeezed it in. <laughs> so we put him on and it's just him and a 12 string guitar and a microphone. Yeah. And I'll be damned if he didn't play the best 12 string guitar I've ever heard. And then when he played a squeeze song, he played the guitar solo on a 12 string. Yes. And then when he played this so- the solo on the, he was humming over the top of it mm-hmm. to accompany his solo. And I hate him. I hate his guts. <laughs> He's, He's so talented. Yeah. But that guy was so self-aware, self-deprecating, self-promoting, uh, self-encouraging. Um, uh, you know, I mean, he uh-huh. just, he was a ball of fire. Yeah. And he, they, they, he came in. And of course, I don't know if I served a drink the whole time he played, but it was just, it was that guy knew he, he, he didn't have to read the, everybody was there to hear yeah. him. Yeah. But at the same time, he could have, he, I'm sure he could have derailed if he wanted to, or if he, you know, if he was, but, but he was just, he was so professional and uh-huh. such a, such a talent, such a, yeah, yeah. it was, it, it was, it was, as you can tell by my. Yeah slapping and so he was he was uh is just an uh, one of those entertainers that you just you how is he not mm. you know what even more famous yeah 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 squeeze is, is a, a strange strange man that they they're 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 big but they were never really like huge i guess yeah we, we, we did uh really had only one big hit i guess it was uh attempted that's some other hits, but that was yeah. that was the one that everybody knows, I think. Well, yeah, but but it was different in Europe too. We had a, we had a. I, I, I mean, again, I might be wrong, but I think it was stuff like Black Coffee in Bed and uh, yeah, Up the Junction and uh, uh-huh. stuff like that was huge. And I don't know if Tempted was as big. Oh, really? I, again, I don't. I, well, I, I that, could. Yeah, you know that makes sense from what I've seen that the stuff that hits number one overseas is very different from what, yeah. <laughs> what goes to number one here. It's always been true. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but then, but then again, I, I mentioned Mojo Nixon earlier. I saw Mojo play at the Continental Club and he and Pete, wet dog, as he, uh, as, as he calls Pete, um, uh, Mojo Nixon came to the Continental Club and that was my first time seeing Pete Gordon, the owner uh, yeah. of, of so my first time seeing him play piano and, <laughs> Uh, we, we talked, we spoke about Pete before on the show when he played for Chuck Berry and, uh, when he played piano for Chuck Berry and Chuck Berry was just floored by this guy, by Pete. Yeah. And, uh, Mojo the same, you know, the, uh, Pete toured with Mojo in, 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 uh, in Europe. Oh, really? Tour, yeah. I'm sure they toured the, toured the world together, but 
this is before the Continental Club. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is back when Mojo was huge. He had the he had the. God, he had, he had a bunch of MTV hits. Yeah, and, late, late 80s, whatever, yeah. whenever that was. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was my first time seeing Pete on stage like that. I'd seen Pete play with the All Orbits and uh-huh. uh, different local acts and whatnot. But when he threw down with Mojo, that's like, oh, <laughs> that's, this, is, this is hallowed ground now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but Mojo Nixon was one of those performers that do not, you know, do, you know, that, don't try, don't go there, you know, if you're not ready, you know, for, for a show. Yeah. That guy is going to murder you. You're, you're, you know. So he played at the Continental a lot? No, not, not a lot. Really? I only saw them one time. Really? But it was, it was, it was life changing seeing his, seeing the way he performs. So he's got a good rapport with oh. the audience too. Oh yeah. 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 Hey, and again, he, even if they, if everybody showed up in a coma, he, he would, he would, he would knock them out of it <laughs> within seconds. Cool. He's a, yeah, he's a incredible man it makes me want to go out more i I, that we've 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 complained about this on the show before that we don't really get to see a lot of shows because of our schedule most of the shows we want to see happen when we're when we're gigging gigging ourselves but i really want to do that because it's it's there's nothing like it and it it can sometimes it can be kind of oh yeah (laughs) you know when you when you watch other people play especially when they're doing it well yeah it's uh extremely valuable that i i think of I took I took it for granted because for years that's pretty much all I did was go see shows, and now I never go see shows anymore. I need to get back into that. Maybe tonight. Yeah, yeah. So, so big, 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 big twenty twenty. Here we go. Yeah, and uh, we're uh, I forget what they. Uh, yeah, I think we're off the first week, January. Yeah, and then uh, and then we're back at it. And uh, yeah, the calendar, the calendar is going to change. Like Chad was kind of hinting and dancing around. Uh, the calendar is going to change after the spring, I'm guessing. Right. Maybe a lot more miles put on the old van. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have a lot of, uh, there's going to be a lot of shock. Be a lot of surprise by the time Patty's day rolls around. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, we are ready. We are caffeinated. We are, um, I guess, uh, Ted. Yeah, overfed but yeah just ready to overserved just, yeah just ready to uh ready to light that fire ready to go yeah and i think we should have uh some more information about ireland pretty soon yes right yes yeah and we're still are we still looking at the september is that hope the game so, yeah. plan yeah that's the game plan for now yeah so so we're hoping to get a lot more of our, our rennie and Sherwoodian and friends out with us this time trying to trying to accommodate all the the festival goers yeah, because I know that the fall season is is a busy, busy, busy time for for a lot of our friends. That so we would love to have all of y'all joining us, joining us in uh, in Ireland's time. Yep. So here we go. So everybody, happy New Year for for the ones that can't join us. Uh, you know, we we will see you in the new year with a lot of new bells and whistles. And um, for the people that are uh, are planning to see us on New Year's Eve, I would definitely dress as a pirate if I were you. Yeah. And uh you don't that's de- not mandatory. We have a lot of a lot of uh biker friends going. We got a you know a lot of stuff. So it's it's going to be uh news going to be a lot of fun. Bradley and Bridget are going to host the show and we're going to we're going to we're going to make it real loud, a lot of fun and uh can't wait to ring in the new year and I can't wait to show you what's coming up. Yeah. Lots of stuff coming up. Anyway, yeah. That's it for this year. Yeah. We'll see you next year. Merry New Year.